listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text the show on 812.15, follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio, email the show via the Absolute Radio website. I sound a bit 1920s... Um, you sound all right, but Emily has taken her microphone <laughs> out and she's off. holding it like a My football pundit. It was, it's just, it's to like me, I said. side at the rugby or something. You know when you get those 1920s vocalists who use a loud hailer? Yes. Oh, you're driving me crazy. I sound like that in my own headset, but it doesn't matter. As long as you people at home are having a lovely morning. You sound good It's not mine. about me. And helps. I've got my microphone. It's back in its, its case now. Back Tremendous in its it, it was like I did news. grab it like Glenn Hoddle grabbing yes. the microphone. <laughs> Filling. <laughs> in that memorable minutes. moment, Frank, when. Uh, what happened? There was some sort of electrical uh, storm during an England game. Enormous rainstorm in a. Uh, it's an England friendly. And Adrian Charles. Adrian Charles, Glenn Hoddle, and. I and Ian Wright. Was it Ian Wright? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wrighty. Yeah. Was in a small room somewhere <laughs> sheltering. To- and there was a terrible point where um, Glenn Hoddle started talking and he was holding an imaginary microphone. He just. He- Glenn Hoddle went air microphone, Excellent. which I want, you know, we've all done it, but not normally uh, yeah. during a sports interview. <laughs> I've done that occasionally at stand up gigs when there's no mic. If there's like well? a tiny crowd and you end up catching yourself doing that, oh, you feel a fool. You do feel oh. that. Tiny crowd? No, no microphone. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. What's happening? Lower league gigs. You know the lower <laughs> league gigs. Am I in some post-apocalyptic? <laughs> <laughs> I am. <laughs> well, I once did a dinner at Leicester University staff um, lunch. Oh, and, um, I wouldn't knock Alan a lot <laughs> of, um, in that case. And they, um, there was, I think in the end, after they'd gone off Christmas shopping, there was nine people around the table. And I said to the bloke, do you still want me to do this? He said, do you want to get paid? I said, I'll do it. <laughs> and uh, I said, I still want a microphone. So I stood at a table with literally eight... The, near, the furthest <laughs> away person was six feet away and I still had a microphone. It's just security more yeah, than anything else. About and it, also, it can always double as a weapon. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Fend yeah. them off a bit. <laughs> yeah, well, that's... Uh, I don't know. If, remember how we got to that? Even. Well, I've, um, I've just read an email that I think I should bring to your attention. Um Frank, I know that since turning 60 you've been offered pieces of advice about what to expect, but have you been warned about cardigan whiplash? Oh, what's You're this? moving from one room to cardigan another. Cardigan whiplash? Isn't, wasn't she that um, woman with the red hair that used to be in yeah. those adult films in yeah, the 1980s? Phone box windows. Oh, she's um, the sort of person that would be in the Daily Mail now. Cardigan whiplash. With her whiplash. boyfriend, um, Taylor Lautner. Anyway, he <laughs> continues, I'm assuming it's a he, uh, yes it is, uh, you're moving from one room to another and your cardigan pocket catches the door handle and pulls you up sharp. Yes! Sorry. Unnerving, to say the least. I've never had that. I've had versions of this I with different garments. I have had garments. that so many times. Mm-hmm. What about I've had that with a, a waistcoat? <laughs> like a woolen waistcoat. <laughs> oh, this is a calling from Top Cat. <laughs> <laughs> what else could Top Cat have it with other than a waistcoat? <laughs> which was bang the table <laughs> with laughter when you said that um no I'm, I'm i'm doing myself a disservice with the waistcoat uh it's more how can i describe it? a sleeveless cardi okay go. okay mm. when that catches on the door handle and what was that a pocket i virtually well? end up on the floor <laughs> no it's an oversized armhole frank don't mm. ever call me that again. <laughs> not on air. Sorry, my hearing's not what it was. <laughs> uh, 
I'm definitely not oversized. I've lost a lot of weight. That, that's what they were saying to each other, those boxers in the run-up. <laughs> oh, but speaking of door handles... Um, yeah? But now we're on the subject. Yeah. Whatever happens <laughs> Excellent. Door handle escutcheons. What happened to them? What's that? What are escutcheons? Escutcheons are, um, they're plates that used to be next to the door handles, like f- decorative pl- uh, plastic plates to stop you getting dirty finger marks on the actual door. Oh! Do you remember that? No. No, I don't know those. You don't remember door handle <laughs> escutcheons? Yeah, she was in EastEnders. I was going to say, <laughs> is this? Is this something you had in what? Birmingham growing up? Well, everyone had them. Because you, you well, could remove them when they got very... Um, Can very... I just make that absolutely clear? We did not have those. OK. What era are we talking? Like, if, if, if it was... If 70s, I would say. All right. I was going to say if it was an absolute decade, what would it, it be? It is an absolute decade. <laughs> well, the absolute de- I believe the absolute decade stations are based on real decades. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They What's... haven't taken, like, one from 87 <laughs> to 95 and made that a decade. I maintain that they should but... be doing topical material for the decade on They've the decade gone, stations. Absolutely, gone completely route one on the decade things. <laughs> yeah. They've just followed the, uh, is it the Gregorian calendar yeah. or yeah, something yeah. like that? Yeah, they're big Gregorian calendar people, the absolute lot. <laughs> they are. That's I'm true. All, people always say that. The Sony's people went on and on to me about it. I mean, it's not, you know, I don't make the rules. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We've got a little bit of, uh, I believe Elvis used to refer to it as TCB, some business to take Taking care of. Taking care of business, okay. Yeah. yeah. We've, well, what, how would you describe the tone of some of these communiques? Oh, I don't know which one you're going to read. I've well, been scanning them, through a few myself. There's some correctiones, I'm going to call oh, okay. them. Oh, yeah. Frank, you were talking about finger plates. <laughs> well, you call them finger plates, I call them escutcheons. Escutcheons? Let's call the whole thing off. Yeah. Let's call the whole thing McCutcheon. Yeah. Escutcheons <laughs> yeah. are the round plate that surround the keyhole. Oh. Oh, is that Perdantes right? of Birmingham. <laughs> yeah, I like I, her. I'm not completely certain that she's correct. Is okay. it a sh- do we, we call Well, she's a calling us a pedantic, which is a, a humorous female name. Oh, okay. And a play on the fact that she's being a bit pedantic, I okay. assume. She's calling no. herself what? Pedantic. Oh, I see. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I, well, I'm, I'm holding out for more information on that. Oh, well, I'm holding pleased. out for a hero. I was quite pleased <laughs> yeah. to have the word escutcheons brought into my uh, semantic field. <laughs> I'm holding now, out. For, now I'm I've got to have, have it in a holding zone where I'm not quite sure <laughs> that it's the right thing that I'm going to be saying it with. And how do you feel about using it again, Al, in conversation? I don't know about you, but I'm lacking... Trepidatious. Com- <laughs> well, it can also be used. Uh, an escutcheon is also a plate, like an engraved plate on Why something. Why is this called my bluff? Yeah. <laughs> so, it's a African pipe. <laughs> it's a hat worn in bad weather. <laughs> or it's a small house shared by the elderly. Frankly, you're... <laughs> well, I mean, I believe, I think I've heard this word. Um, I yes. think you've done a Frank Muir on the show, yeah? Well, huh? he doesn't get a lot of call for it these no, days, no, no, to be fair. My Frank Muir. <laughs> what decade station's that That's for? what I'll be opening my next tour with, my Frank Muir impression. <laughs> Good luck, everyone. It's called uh, uh, Frank Skinner, Hands to the Escutcheons. <laughs> it's going to be the tour. Nice. I still think that those plates that they put by door handles to stop you getting fingerprints on the door were called escutcheons. Well, she says okay. they're finger plates. Oh, and they're let's call the whole thing scuffed. 
Well, yeah. on the um, on the subject of possibly tetchy uh, correspondence, but I don't think so. Maybe no, no, just... I, I don't think if it was a she, we're still. Yeah. I, I, maybe I, maybe information gathering this okay. one rather than tetchy. Okay. I did my Friday night trawl. You know, I look at the texts and emails that we oh, receive on yes. Friday nights. Yeah, he loves a trawl. Here's one. Hi, Frank Skinner. Why do you end the show with the phrase, bring on the feathers? It means nothing to me. Might I suggest oh. the phrase, this is the end of the show, as more comprehensible and informative sign-off? Sincerely, 751. I love it means nothing to me, yeah, Major. Yeah. It's all gone a bit <laughs> <Yeah>. Vienna. <laughs> um, well, this is the end of the show. It sounds to me like we're never coming back. True. And True also, it, it does have... Well, do, do you know where Bring on the Feathers do, comes yeah. from? Quote, oh, I should, I should say that, it's that um, Mariah Carey did a New Year's Eve show, I believe in um, Times Square, Correct. which went very, very badly. And at the end, <laughs> she just said, oh, Bring on the Feathers. And they brought on those, you know, those big feathered fans that um, women sometimes dance in and out of. Yes. Uh, so it, it just feels like that thing where it just just get me off. Yeah, was the thing. So that's mm. why we use it. So it's um, it's Car- it's 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 Marion in its um, <laughs> in its origins. Yeah, and it's, I'm I'm always happy. It's to. Sort of like a Mariah Carey version of Start the Car, isn't it? Like the old school <laughs> comics would say. Like, Is that what yeah. they used to say? Yeah, that's what I, I used to. Uh, Milton Berle, if he did a joke that didn't work, would say, "Now here, here's another joke you may not care for." <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Absolute. Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. And I was... When I, go on. Oh, sorry. No? When <laughs> no, I was... Um, I when was I, doing that That's Life thing where you go over to them. <laughs> and now Jake Thackeray. Frank. <laughs> Brother Gary. Oh, I like a Jake Thackeray impression. Good law. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Give some women the ghost of a chance to talk, and they're upon. They'll go on again, on again, on again, on again, on again. Anyway, stop doing Jack Thackeray, Frank. That's my note. I was being driven in this morning. Yeah. It was a lovely sunny morning. Good it was for be- you. Yeah, it was about <laughs> ten to seven. <laughs> and um, I passed, um, I think it's some sort of underwear outlet oh. on Regent Street. Oh, I know the one you mean. Okay. And it's um, it begin. It's had a big sign in the window that said "Panties Week." <laughs> oh, Did gross! It? And I thought, when these week, these themed weeks and days started, there yeah. used to be things like you know, World AIDS Day, <laughs> <laughs> stuff like that. Feed the world. Yeah. I mean, like, they were like International Women's big, Day. Now it's panties. Yeah. Quite yeah, and, and, and now it's Panties Week. Yeah. And the other thing. <laughs> Is I, when I was driven in um, last week. Mm. Oh, I was waiting for you to say good for oh, you. No. <laughs> oh, I don't want to spoil you. Uh, when I was driven in last week, I went past the same shop and it turns out it was Panties Week last week as well. So oh, even. Panties Week every week, right? They're not here. even properly observing the, the duration of a week. Oh. No. I just felt oh. I wouldn't shop in that shop. I don't, I'd like to go in and say... Guess what? I'm relieved because yeah. you've got no business in that shop. I could get gifts for a loved one. Don't tell you what you don't want to get from the from panty there. shop for people. Well, if I'm not going to buy a panties in panties, whatever, whoever calls them panties anyway outside <laughs> of adult cinema. Creeps. Yeah, yeah. creeps. Anyway, it's... It may or may not be panties week, so if you're thinking, if, if you're one of these people who for a while have been thinking, shall I get them panties or put it off, go this week. You know, I don't know what you get with panties week. 
Well, I don't think... I think it's it's very difficult for men in those shops. Well, it is. Because yeah. they get dragged around. And when you're on... You can't go in on your own as a man into those shops. I think you old. could, Panties I, Week. I <laughs> I think Special the, dispensation for Panties Week. I think it's like sort of open day. That's the so idea you're saying you'd go in yeah. and then you'd get a strange look and you'd go, Panties Week. Yes. <laughs> and okay, they go, okay, oh, of course, sir, that'll do nicely, sir. Yes. I think it just, I think it's, you know, you wouldn't normally come in, but it's, hey, it's panties week. Come and have a look around. Don't be do self conscious. They, they don't stop you going in on your own, do they? They haven't no. got that security. No. They don't stop you. I nearly you, said bouncers there. I'm men glad look very sheepish, obviously, because it's, it's, you know, you don't want people to think you're a filthy creep, especially if you are a filthy creep. <laughs> but, it, oh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, can I just say you are not a filthy creep? Nor is Alan. Whoa, Thanks for a little I'm quick I'm, addendum there. <laughs> few men are. I'm going to wait till uh, bra week. <laughs> Nip in there. Maybe Teddy's week I might go in. Teddy's? Oh. Yeah. Will there be a Teddy's week? <laughs> Is there a chemise week? I don't know what shop they're oh, talking about. I don't know. I think there's a, I think it's negligee I day. When's negligee day? Is I don't that, know, but all June? I'm saying is don't go in during thong week. No, I won't go in thong week. It's... Um, I don't like... I don't like... They put up a beaded curtain especially. <laughs> <laughs> Together, The Frank Skinner Show. Absolute radio. I just had a moment. You all right? I was talking about when we met Anthony Joshua. This is my moment, Martina <laughs> Scotchin. <laughs> I just said I thought he was the best... Look, I'm losing my voice with excitement. It was the best physical specimen I've ever seen. Why is it so right for, for women? For men women to say that, and men can't say it. Yeah. It's all right saying it in that voice doesn't make it right. you've had it your way for 2,000 years. Our turn, baby. Yeah, it's not really. <laughs> that doesn't make it right. All right, Two well, I'll wrongs. see you on Loose I, Women and we'll discuss it there. Anyway, wrongs. I agree. I I've got a lovely yeah. picture of you I and Anthony Joshua. Don't flag us off and then, and then be the bad side of us. Flagging you off, I'm saying how much I love Anthony Joshua. Yes, I won't have a word said against him. Can I move things slightly sideways? Yeah, yes. Terra firma. Go on. Uh, firmer the better, hi. Hey? <laughs> hey, yeah, I said, yeah. I said, you what I said, Steve. Firmer the better. <laughs> Where are you going, <laughs> Steve? Steve, 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 nah. <laughs> Steve, get us, a, get us a coffee. <laughs> Where's he going? Where's he going? <laughs> Where's Steve going? I hate that though. That get us a coffee. The anger in the request oh, yeah. that get just us made a me coffee. feel a bit angry. Uh, dear Frank Ems and the Cockerel, Hi. I write to you from France, where my daughter has just started school for the summer term. Hmm? Lovely. She's nine and loves you all. I'm not meant to read the bit about praise. At no. her new school, the cook is rather wonderfully named Madame Fromage. <laughs> Lovely. I wonder if any of oh. your readers have similar examples of nominative, nominative determinism in other languages. Bon samedi. Wow, that's, yeah. that's, that's a text in and a half. Isn't it? Nominative determinism in other languages. <laughs> it's wow. a bit of an ask. Oh, that's we'll complex. Throw it out there. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, we've had another international text, Frank. I was... Uh, email, actually. I was listening this week and lolled at the bit where Frank confirmed he wasn't Annika Rice. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, my... I thought it was good to clear that up. <laughs> um, my Japanese wife, who knows I listen to the show, heard me laugh and asked what I was listening to. She said, is that skinny-san? 
She oh. calls everybody San, but obviously misremembered your name slightly. However, I thought you might like this new Japanese handle, especially since you don't have any anymore, Frank. I do like Skinny Especially San. since you've recently joined the world of the Skinny. There you go, Skinny San. Skinny San. I'm going to write yeah. it down, I like it. <laughs> we don't need to, we've that la- was from... laminated a name badge for you already. <laughs> yeah. I bet she'd like Annika Rice. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was from Bearwood. Bearwood? No, but thanks for the tip. Ah. Um, yeah, Bearwood. That's oh, from. OK. Bearwood for shoes. That used to be the local uh, slogan. Yeah. Oh, oh they yeah. had a lovely Freeman Hardy and Willis. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. You could get a nice cheap work pair as well. They had about seven shoe shops. Yeah. I'd say it was over 10% of their shops really? which sold shoes. What about that? Amazing. It's yeah. a bit like Hatton Gardens and, you know. <laughs> yeah, jewellery. Precious jewellery, exactly. Yeah. yeah. It was uh, It was a shoe ghetto. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I get trapped in a link. I'm damn if I can find what a way out of it. What are you going to do? How are you going to get out? There's always, there's always a way. What about a big hand for the police? <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So um, I went to Cliveden at the weekend. Where's that? It's um, it's a, a sort of a stately oh, home. Dear. Oh, you know what? As I said, where's that? I, th- I had an awful feeling that it might be like a festival or something. Well, I'll tell you what, you might have heard of it, Coachella but you might have heard it referred to by its proper name, which is Clifton. <laughs> Clifton. And, yeah. Spelled C-L-I-V-E. Frank says Clive Dunn. <laughs> As an homage to Clive Dunn, it is in fact Cliveden. Oh, I've, I've heard of Clive Dunn here all did, day. <laughs> Jake Thackeray, <laughs> Clive Dunn. Well, I'll do them all. Frank, did <laughs> what did you know? Don't forget Frank Muir. Frank, <laughs> I forgot about it. It is a somewhat confusing pronunciation. Did you know? Were you put right? You were put right on the pronunciation of Cliveden. Well, actually, um, on Monday, I do I do an art show on Sky Art. It's very popular, very and. Um, one of the, the judges, very. I tell you what, one, one of the judges, very polite. I tell you how she correct, corrected me. I said, oh, I went to Cliveden the weekend. She said, uh, <gasps> Oh, I feel a wince every time you do it. And she said, uh, oh, I think, I think it might be called Cliveden, as if she wasn't sure either. Instead yes. of saying, instead of being like you did, <laughs> yeah, and shooting me down in flames. We all seize that moment. Yeah, I, I mean, know. don't shoot me down in flames. This close to the Red Arrow Street <laughs> I had last week. Um. Oh, but by anyway, the way, but, uh, can I just can we just open a tab on the browser and keep it open? Yeah. Uh, when you mentioned the red arrows, Ross Noble, friend of the show, has been in touch about the red arrows. We'll come back to that anyway. Oh, we, well, I'm happy to go you there. Now. We can now? always come back to to Cliveden. <laughs> Frank, please stop doing that. Okay. Uh, you know it upsets me. Okay, so we were talking about the red arrows on the show. I had a dream last week. About yeah. I had a dream. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> not not of such imports. No, I dreamt about the Red Arrows. Okay. Sudden, I was surprised by the Red Arrows. That was... <laughs> and you you started a text and saying, has anyone ever been surprised by the Red Arrows? Yeah. Expecting Nout. Mm-hmm. There's quite a few. And we had quite a few. A lot a of few. people that live in Lincolnshire where they practice seems to have been Including... Surprised. I just tell them the idea that they, that they practice. You don't like the <laughs> idea they practice. they practice. You I just, don't just have a roll of the dice. I don't want them to <laughs> practice over my garden day one. <laughs> well, Ross Noble, mm. who's a friend of the show, mm. he says, uh, read the arrows. <laughs> I was in he the might as mi- well put the D on and gone the whole hog. Yeah. I was in the middle of an off-road motorcycle race, of course yeah. he was, because yeah. he likes this, when who should appear above the trees? That's right, the big, smoky, supersonic nacho that is the red arrows. Uh-huh. By the way, the Australian version of the red arrows are called the roulettes. 
Oh. It sounds like a... <laughs> Sounds like the skin Tangle Reds. act. <laughs> yeah. He also says... I, I wouldn't want to join a, a, an aerobatics team that we're called... <laughs> What's the Russian aerobatics team? Are they called the roulettes? <laughs> One of the planes doesn't have that much petrol in it. <laughs> wow, well, that's interesting. Yeah. And his fave single letter name is R. Kelly. Oh, oh, good. Okay. Just so you know. Yeah, we, nice. asked, um, we asked famous people who had um, <laughs> one initial yeah. name. Yeah. And um, Frank was really proud of his. <laughs> I was so proud of mine. Do you know what? I lay in bed that night thinking that was such a good single initial. No. It was H. Samuel, if you missed last week's show. But it's got, to me, it's got everything. <laughs> if you missed last week's show, he's going to keep going on about it. <laughs> you brought it <laughs> on. I did, you're right. You don't need to download it. I'll tell it again. <laughs> it's, not like, <laughs> it's not even a joke as such. No. But there's something so intrinsically comic about the whole concept of H. Samuel <laughs> that just to say it makes me happy and I think makes a lot of people at home happy as well. <laughs> Happier than jewellery ever made anyone. What about that for a, yeah. for a statement? <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So, um, yeah, Cl- Clive, Cliv- Cliv- I'm going to say Cliveden if you okay. like. You know, what I mean, mean I'm, I like? I'm flexible. Okay, so. ne- ne- never be said that I'm not flexible. Okay, Descartes. Um, I, hey, uh, hey, hey. <laughs> the other thing about Cliveden. Why, Mariner? We've all got things wrong on the show. <laughs> well, I like that we're all even. Yes, I, I wouldn't put um, <laughs> Cliveden up there with no. um, Descartes. No, maybe. But, what about um, Why Mariner? Why Mariner, I think, was a good. It felt like the sequel to Moby Dick. <laughs> <laughs> um, call me Ishmael again. That opens. Still, I'm still called Ishmael is the opening sentence to Why Mariner. <laughs> um, anyway, the other thing about Cliveden, which I didn't know because we took about a dozen kids there for the day, me and several parents from uh, my son's school, um, is that it was where the Profumo uh, yes. thing happened. Oh. The big, big scandal right. in yeah. British politics in the... F- 60s, 60s, I think. Yeah. Where, um, it, which involved um, two... Ladies of the night. I suppose we can call them that, although I don't, I don't know what their hours were. <laughs> no. could, that'd be a good bit of memorabilia. I think, I think they in were and out quite, cards. They were. They were uh, they're on, I think they're on flexi time. I, I, prob- I, I don't know what they did, um, mm. but um, <laughs> I don't know what they did. I started to think. <laughs> I mean, that's been pretty well charted, actually. But I know, I know what it they is, did. It's not charted on breakfast uh, radio. <laughs> no. I'm very happy to say. I'll have to come back to this because we've got important, responsible things to to go to, like. The news, and more importantly on commercial radio, the adverts. But we'll, we'll, it's all going to happen. Don't worry, I'm not going anywhere. I'm God willing. The Frank Skinner Show on Absolute Radio. Back Saturday morning from 8. Tune in live for the full Frank experience. Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner, uh, some might say, on Absolute Radio with uh, Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio. Text us on eight twelve fifteen, or um, e- email us via um, what we like to call the Absolute Radio website. I like the idea of you finishing every song with uh, guitars and singing. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're not all, you know. I think they're upfronted, aren't they? Anyway, listen. Um, no, no, listen. <laughs> I was, um, I was at Cliveden. Yes. And, um, and Gareth Williams has tweeted us to say Cliveden, where Joyce Grenfell spent a lot of her childhood. Oh, is that right? I didn't well, she know was that. one of the Astor family. Oh, okay. Yes, who it was their um, 
It was their manor, I believe. Um, is that... Um, Nancy Astor. Were they Gauls? <laughs> um, uh, no. No. I don't think they ever risked the Gaul, no. did they? The Astors. Anyway, as you were. I don't know what you're talking about. Asterisk the Gaul. Oh, oh very good. It was, I mean, it was such hard work, and for what? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Stony ground. So anyway, <laughs> yes, we'll come to Stony Ground in a minute. But we, uh, I guess, I tell you something about the Profumo affair. Mandy Rice oh, Day. Oh, <laughs> Mandy, uh, Mandy, Mandy Rice Day. You heard it last here. Mandy Rice <laughs> Davis. You know, it was one of the the girls. Mm. She was sort of the cheeky one. Christine Keener was sort of the slightly elegant, mysterious she one. She was mm-hmm. sort of sultry. And she one. was a bit. Uh, you'd want Barbara Windsor, I think, in in '65 if you were going to cast yeah. her. It's just been cast, of course. Yeah. Anyway, um, she said. Uh, someone said, "Well, Mr. Profumo denies all these things," and and she said, "Well, he would, wouldn't he?" Mm. Which and well, he would, wouldn't he? As is in the Oxford Book of Quotations. Wow. wow. No, it's never struck me as an absolute belt. It's not like, you know, when a man is tired of London, he's tired of life. Well, he would, wouldn't he? But there it is. And I... Well, I, I understand why it's in there. Do you? Well, I think wasn't I it the fact that... I better things she... than that every day. <laughs> I don't think the phrase in itself was witty, but I think it was the fact that she was breaking down the uh, the entire system, perhaps. Well, maybe. Okay, maybe thank you. Thank you. Standing but, up for Mandy Rush Davis. I don't think it's up there with um, where real music matters. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no repeat guarantee. Yeah, yeah. That's too big. Or may I uh, throw in uh, football's coming home? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Thank you. Boz said to me, my my four and a half year old for new new readers, said to me that there's a picture of him and he got his um, Hulk pajamas on, and he said that's me inside my pajamas. Lovely. And now I've started saying that. <laughs> I've started using that. I'm just going to get inside my suit. Nice. I just like the idea of yeah. it. In a way, it's we are true. inside our yeah. clothes. What, what are you, in, what are you yeah. going to be inside at the party tonight? <laughs> Which is, actually, I have been asked that. But that's a different. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I, uh, the other thing Buzz said to me. panty week, everyone. What, what about, what about <laughs> this? <laughs> radio. Panties. Don't correct me yeah. on panties. Well, look, it's fant- <laughs> I've seen the poster. Have you seen the poster? <laughs> I think Panty Week sounds I'm just a bit... saying I like a singular panty. Panty Week sounds like uh, Ronin. Encourage <laughs> people to jog. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe taking the dogs out. Yes. Why don't, why not, if you like out? taking the dogs out, why not listen to Emily Dean's podcast when she yeah. interviews celebrities taking their dogs for a walk? Yes. It's good. Um, oh, Frank, you've done me a little shout out. You're I such have. a pal. Uh, Buzz said to me, we were watching the telly together, and they said, now tomorrow's weather. And he said to me, how do, they, how do they know what the weather's going to be like tomorrow? And I thought, <laughs> yeah, you're right. How, how did we ever fall for this? <laughs> they have no idea how it's going to be tomorrow. And they are constantly getting it wrong. Yeah. yeah. And I just still trusted them. And they're the innocent of the child. Just said, no, come on, do that. Ridiculous. And he's right. Did yeah. he say, well, he would say that, wouldn't he? <laughs> um, he didn't say that, no, okay. he's not. I haven't told him about Mandy Rice Davis yet. <laughs> Huge gaps in his knowledge. Although, you know, he does like Mandy Rice Davis, the, the woman yeah. who called me skinny sad. <laughs> um, <laughs> this one's for her. Morning, Tokyo. Come on, let's see you singing at home. What are you? <laughs> Oh, I, I, I understand. 
Yeah, so it was... Um, oh, skinny Sam. What what ought to be in the um, Oxford Book of Quotations that isn't? That's, oh, what uh, quotes that we should put the in The quotes there. that one hears and you think, actually, I like that. Well... Well... I remember Terry Griffiths um, got knocked out of the snooker. Mm. He'd, he'd won it the year before. Mm. And he he got went out in, I think, the second round... And he said in the interview, you know, well, there's a certain beauty in defeat. Yeah. And I thought that, that's nice. much better than well he would, wouldn't he? Yeah. Well, I'm always a fan of um, Tony put the ball away. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which I believe Addo. was said to Addo. Tony Adams by, was it Lee Dixon? Lee friend? Dixon said it when we were, at a, we were at a dinner. And we were just having dinner in a restaurant. Yeah. And I, it was my fault. I kept asking Tony Adams about football. And we oh. were there were a lot of non footbally types. Mm. And Lee Dixon said, Addo, put the ball away. So, yeah, that's I think I like to think that sums up. It's a general, it's a rule of thumb for don't, don't bring your business into it. Yeah, well, yeah. I just think you know, don't, don't alienate people yeah. by talking about your specialist subject. Exactly. Don't put the tardis away, cat says, or, or do put the tardis. Oh, yeah. Forget it. Oh. Can we do that again, Steve? <laughs> Steve, I think still getting that coffee you shouted him five ages ago. What would I, what would I say to you two? Ow! Put the jester's hat away. <laughs> but I see what they have got at uh, Cliveden, which I enjoyed. Uh, a maze. A maze, you oh, like yes, a maze, don't you? Oh, yes, there's a lovely maze you? there. Oh, it's a good maze as yeah. well. How high are the hedges? Is it a hedge one? Is They're it? Hot, properly high. You, oh, can't, right. uh, you can't just pee if that's what you're thinking. I was thinking, like, you know, I'm tall, I could just leap. Anthony Joshua would have no problems with that one. Yeah. Six for six. Yeah. Um, well, it was... Um, what? <laughs> oh. OK, sorry, the producer's <laughs> giving me a big wind-up get-on and no-one cares about mazes kind of a sign. <laughs> She didn't say that. She's got that <laughs> permanently prepped. No oh. one cares about yeah, mazes. Frank, she had that bad experience in the maze that we don't talk about. <laughs> I'm thinking of building one in my garden. A maze? Yeah, I might, I might start a hedge fund. <laughs> 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 absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So, um... Clifton. Well, what they don't have with the maze... Everyone's eating cake. We got sent some cake by the Cake Tasting Club. Nice. nice. Doesn't fit with my regime, unfortunately, but no. um, but the rest of the team have loved it. They're yeah. loving it. I'm enjoying it. Uh, they listen to the show, apparently, the cake tasting club. I've got oh, a uh, caramel chocolate chip brownie right four now. Four people. Um, <laughs> yeah. Four in the club. I think it's four. It's yeah. like some East London trendy band, the cake tasting club, isn't it? They'd all have beards. Like, what's that like? one, the bicycle oh, yeah. thing? Bombay Bicycle Club. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> They're the ones that I, uh, okay. I I sent loads of people to from my gig. I told you about this. I was doing a festival and there was a band playing in the marquee tent next door and I went, okay. this is a good marquee band. Marquee tent? Is he in the, uh, <laughs> the four? <laughs> I said, who's this? And they went, Bombay Bicycle Club. And I went, why are you all here? And they all go up and went. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I, I packed out a large venue at the Greenbelt Festival and oh, uh, realised it was raining. <laughs> Stopped raining and I lost about, let's say, a third of them. Oh. Frank, there you know, you you're talking about initials. Nugget has said, rather surprised Frank's favourite single initial name, which we were talking about last week. Nugget says he's surprised yours isn't R. Keith. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, there you yeah, go. But don't see really R. It's like a sort of a... Yeah. Anyway, what they don't have in the maze there 
mm-hmm. is um, one of those um, people who sit on a, an umpire's, tennis umpire's chair oh. with a loud hailer. Now, I've mentioned these people before, and I think they've gone. Oh. I think that, that the, the May the May's, um, instructor yeah. is one of the un, unnoticed casualties of austerity Britain. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Gone. Well, it's good that we've got a campaign. We've been looking for a campaign, haven't we? So well, you know what's going to happen? We nothing's nothing's going to be said until someone gets lost in a maze and yeah. starves to death. Yeah. And then, of course, it'll be a big, there'll be a panorama about it. Investigation. And then they'll say, we've got to get them back. But why not get them back now and prevent that tragedy? Good point. Yeah. Good point. So we got through them. I just followed, which is what I normally do in, in life, as you, you know. Uh, I just a bear? I just followed others. I put my head down and followed. I can get lost yeah. in a pomegranate. You in a maze really concerns me. Those chambers yeah. do all look the same, those yellow chambers. <laughs> you, re- you know, if you really get your face down deep into a pomegranate, I'll never do I, that. I, I totally lose my bearings. You know, we, where, we, where's the volcano end? <laughs> I, I ask myself. <laughs> Because I'll tell you something now, when you eat a pomegranate, and there's a little tip for the people at home. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm a slicer, right? Go down the middle of the pomegranate. Right. So I've got, I've got, one half's got the um, the volcano, yeah. the other half's just that sort of a navel type bit. Mm-hmm. The lines of seeds yes. on the non-volcano bit are higgledy-piggledy. They're all over oh, the place. Oh, really? You're picking here, you're in, yeah. they're out. You have to get... I, I've used a pin before now and took them out individually. It takes a long but time. But when though. you get to the volcano end, nice, neat ranks, like the terracotta army, the, uh, the red seeds. May I... Um... So if you're sharing one with a friend... Yeah. I know oh. this is a bit sneaky. What a lovely night out, sharing a pomegranate. <laughs> but you keep the volcano <laughs> end, give them the hard work. <laughs> you Good deserve point. it. Good point. Yeah. They're a little... Um, I, I, oh, Chef's uh, privileges, that's what they say, isn't it? Is that what they call I'm it? I'm really yeah. impressed that you have the confidence for the pomegranate preparation, which I don't. I was about to say, may I give you the tip? Chop it in half and turn it inside out and just whack all your seeds into a little bowl and there you are. Or, here's another tip, go to a restaurant and order one. <laughs> Much better. You can't order a yeah, pomegranate. I'd love, I'd love to pay eight I quid can. for a pomegranate. I was once in a South African uh, South African hotel when Arsene Wenger ordered an apple. <laughs> an apple with a knife and fork and sat and ate it with a knife and fork. Frank, put the ball away. I eh? know, oh, but come on. Eh? But, but, but hey, the chickens have come home to roost now. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. Frank, we haven't done this morning. We have a new regular in our show, don't we? Oh yes, we just started. Actually, shall we kick off? I've got, a, I've got a jingle up my, up my sleeve. Here we, here okay. We, here, we, here we go. Some of them before on stony ground. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Now this is um, an item. I'm currently doing. In case you, um, in case you didn't listen last week, I'm currently doing a a, a live um, sort of comedy show. I'm, I'm using the word sort of <laughs> on um, ITV on Tuesday That's night. Actually, very good. Yeah, Thank you, darling. You're very supportive. Oh, I love as it. Ever. But anyway, inevitably, on a live um, TV show, when you're doing jokes... <laughs> some of them do fall on stony ground. And I thought what would be interesting for um, my the family of this show, and I include our regular readers in this, is to identify um, my biggest failure of the, of the week. OK. 
Are we doing it from a long list or from a short list? Have I'm you just identified? Oh, what about when he asks me what I think? Or the stony ground, and he says that was a really brilliant joke. Yeah, well, anyway. but it's not about it's not about it's, it's, it's not. about the response, really. Because yeah, okay. you know, I mean, I like to think, uh, almost certainly erroneously, that a, a great joke can still get a very poor response. Yes. Okay. Oh but, no, that is not erroneous. Is I it not? Is, I think that's a, an accepted fact amongst comedians, certainly. Oh well, exactly. <laughs> I thought it was erroneous. Tosh, it was one of my favourite artists. Yes. Well, lovely work. I can exclusively <coughs> reveal mm-hmm. extracts from the WhatsApp messages between myself and the producer during the show. Okay. At twenty twenty, Daisy WhatsApp me and said, "No stony ground so far." Dot Ooh, dot dot. That's good. That's um, twenty minutes in. I think that's I'd amazing. said that. Sorry, and Daisy replied. He's doing well. <laughs> nice. See? <laughs> Lovely. Um, I would... Uh, my nomination okay. is... One of the questions... Well, in case you don't know the show, and most people don't, let's face it, it's... Um, it's a, a moral dilemmas is part of it, and then the audience okay. vote right. on these moral you dilemmas. You get the app, which I've got, and you can vote. OK. So, um, one of the things was you're, you're sitting in a toilet cubicle and you hear your friends... Um, talking, they don't know you're in there, and they're talking about you and criticising you. What do you do? Do you sit there and suffer? Do you burst out and accuse them? Do you wait and accuse them individually? It's very, this very right. And I said that to me that it was that that situation was basically Twitter. That I sit in the stinking cubicle of celebrity, um, being tortured by the unkindness of others. Mm-hmm. Mm. Nothing. absolutely i mean if you could have you know you can get like diet versions of things if there was a diet version of silence (laughs) that was what it got it was it was sob silence i know what you mean i don't think i don't feel that got what it deserved no i I didn't think it didn't rock it (laughs) do you think it got what um i was to work with a producer who called it benign grinning like do you think it got sort of Silent laughter. If... I, I don't think... I, I'd love to think it went internal, but I don't think it did. Oh. We're going to have to come back to this. OK. Because um, I'm not done with it. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. We've, um, we've actually just received a text, Frank. Um, this is almost like developing Stony Ground news. <laughs> oh, good. It's uh, a kind of meta Stony Ground. Simon, the art dealer, has texted, Frank, your erroneous Tosh slash Hieronymus Bosch quip got nothing. Shame. It wasn't wasted on at least one of your readers. Well, there you go. Oh. I laughed at it. I remember laughing at well, it. Was it this week? It was just about <laughs> five minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> uh, art dealers are getting it. That's fine. Yeah. Look, not oh, but it's a bit different on this show because we don't have an audience in here, obviously. Yeah. So we guess I'm guessing that everything I say is is rocking the nation. <laughs> but when you're sitting in the TV oh, studio and there's people that you've got an, you've got a sample crowd, yeah. yeah, and none of them laugh, then you you feel maybe no one laughed at home. I think your hit rate mm. was fairly high. Oh yes, but you know, I, 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 they're. Look, we're that's not going to talk about that on this show. No, we're only going to talk about the failures. Now, you see, the way I saw it going was this. Yeah. When I, this is what I imagined would happen. I okay. imagined that when I said I sit in the stinking cubicle of celebrity, I thought there'd be a joke there that I'd have to quash in order to <laughs> complete this. So I thought <laughs> there'd be a to do be, the chuckles. Yeah, be so, you know what we could do? We could 
We could maybe relive it for you, yeah, as okay. if you got the laughter. So let's okay. go. So what we want is after Celeb, I want to... Jo- well, you can't go- direct it that much. <laughs> no, no, I think you can. <laughs> OK. I, I think so. OK. Um, <laughs> <laughs> whose name's on the door? No, look, oh, so, um, okay. so after after Celeb, okay. say, then laugh, and then I'll quiet you down a bit. And then at okay. the end, um, I'll, I'll raise my hand and you can give me the big one. OK. Uh-huh. OK. So it's a bit like um, Twitter, really. I sit in the stinking... Seb- cel- oh, no, I'm going <laughs> to... I mean, it's live. it's live. The trouble, it's live. That's gone. Live, you say? Yeah. <laughs> Let's go again, Steve. You see, it's like Twitter. I sit in the stinking cubicle of celebrity. <laughs> no, no, but I, and, 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 and I, um, I, I am tortured by the unkindness of others. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's how I imagined in my dreams. Yeah, but, but I was the only applauder, can I say? Yes. But the staff were silent. I actually... After I'd said it, I heard a dandelion seed <laughs> land <laughs> at the other side of the studio. That was it, that was it, landing. Should that again? <laughs> and it was deafening. Oh, right. But well, do you feel right. better now we've redone it? Yes, it's fine. I've got uh, Ross Noble uh, has been in touch again. Well, hold that thought because I've got the little red fares. And when oh. the producer, in case you don't know, when the producer passes the little red fares, that means shut up. <laughs> so um, I'll, I'll, we'll, I'll, I'll be back. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. It's becoming a bit of a Ross Noble themed show this morning. Yes. Well, that's never a bad thing. Well, exactly. Um, but Ross has messaged me with his own stony ground moment. Oh, okay. And it's related to Don't Ask Me, Ask Britain. Okay, damn up. Damn up. Yeah. So Ross begins, Hi, here is my stony ground moment. Rather like he's getting in touch with sort of live and kicking or something. (laughs) Exactly. Um, I tweeted Alexander, that's Armstrong, your your host, Frank, of your show, to say I enjoyed the show. So he publicly tweeted this, Ross. Okay. And was pleased to see live comedy on telly. But I also said, very much approve of the set and attached a picture of my set from one of my DVDs as a light-hearted gesture, drawing comparison between the two. Mm. Hopefully he didn't take this as a warning of upcoming legal proceedings. <laughs> but as no response came back, I am... I am claiming that it is not just Frank who lays in bed thinking about the show and Stony Ground. <laughs> so Ross has said nothing. So they're similar the sets, are they? Well, I've got a picture oh, here, and it's basically the same. Really? Mm. Oh, well, no! I mean, no! I'm on legal thin ice. <laughs> He's not going to sue. Well, he, he he was making a light-hearted. Look, I didn't build the set, <laughs> although I had quite a bit of input. Did you? Yeah. Um, well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you've got to have a lectern if you're going to deliver a speech. But it is hard yeah. when you make uh, a little... You know, he was having a, a little bit of a, a joke. Little bit a of little a joke. A little bit of a joke. Yeah. And then to get nothing, it, yeah, it know, worries you. Uh, but, but, but Xander's probably worried about the legal implications. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolute, absolute, absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I played a, a jingle for the Stony Ground section, which Liked it. Um, which um, some people, it turned out, we, when we spoke during the music, some people in, on this show, Emily Dean included, and about what what um, Alan thought, thought well, it was some you. old Victorian <laughs> number. But it's That's actually, exactly what I thought. I thought it was an old vicar. It's, uh, <laughs> it's actually me. No. It's not. Are you sure? Honestly, let's hear it. I'll tell you what it sounds like it's from the past, is I left it on... 
Daisy, the producer's answer phone <laughs> and said, can you turn this into a so, jingle? Let's hear it, please. Summer friend before I'm stony brown. It does not sound like you. No, it sounds like it? one of the earliest recordings of the human voice. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. Or something where one might hear at a seance. Yeah. In, uh, in 1880. Yes, indeed. Interestingly about it, I did, I did a, I, look, I did a bit of a sneaky thing, I'll be honest. Because I phoned Daisy, the producer, and yeah. said, I want, I want to do this thing, I want to jingle. It's all right to leave it as a voice message. And she said, no, no, um, in it, she said. <laughs> she, said uh, <laughs> she said to me, um, do it on, you know, one of those voice oh, files voice and send it me. I said, oh, I don't know if I know how to do that. And really, <laughs> I'd heard her voice message um, recently and there was something on it I wanted to check. <laughs> So I really wanted to, to have another list. So I said, look, no, no, let me do it on this. Don't answer. <laughs> and um, what she says on it is... Um, I know, she said, Go on. Leave He's a message a and I'll get back to you as soon as I can. <laughs> and when I first heard it, I thought, did she really say as soon as I can? And uh, this gave me an opportunity to have another listen, and she does say exactly that, which I wow. very much enjoy. I mean, not only sneaky, <laughs> but a meaning on the radio. You yeah. Then, you then give her a dig on the radio about a voice. Oh, I'll get back to you as soon as I can. It's like, I, th- I thought I'd got Liza Minnelli on the line. Sean Connery. I'm so sorry for your laugh. <laughs> but anyway, I then said, I, I left the message, and I said, can you put a bit of organ music on it? And then oh, yeah. Sarah, the assistant producer... Oh, the um, trouble she went she to. Went, She's she been went. running around with that organ all week. <laughs> yeah, she, um, yeah. So she found that I'd actually sung it spontaneously in F sharp minor. Or F sharp major. F sharp major. Come on, F-sharp make major. your mind up. I can't remember. One of them. Okay, well, it was, anyway, it was, it was in. It's it a was, live show, love. It was in F sharp, yes, gone now, that moment. We'll never Crazy. get that back. So that's what they did. But it's a great jingle. I love it. Yeah. I mean... And I love that it smells of embalming fluid, if you know what I mean. (laughs) It's absolutely brilliant. Thank you so much. The thing I love about this, Link, is the power you wield, the power to get a jingle made and then to mock the producer's (laughs) voicemail. It's just... What about him sitting at home ringing that? I mean, does he do that to all of us? Ring our voicemails to to analyse how we may have made mistakes on this? Not only did they do a great (laughs) job, but they did it so soon. <laughs> Skinner, Dean, and Cochran. Together, the Frank Skinner Show. Absolute Radio. Um, this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text our show on 812.15, follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio, email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Um. You know what we haven't talked about yet today? And we've talked about a wide-raging... Well, we've done Jake Thackeray. That's made my day. He just said wide-raging. Yes. I like that. It was a slip of the tongue. Now, soon are we back on it? I'll get back to you soon. Now, soon are we back on it? Oh, people are so mean today about a voicemail now. Um, We we haven't discussed um, Tom Hardy's... Have a go, hero status, which has been oh, yeah. widely now, before reported. Before we go on to Tom Hardy, um, okay. I now, and well, well, I'm on Tom Hardy, but um, aren't we all do? But Sarah, who, who, who's, who's the assistant, the let's call her the AP. Mm. Yeah, she mentioned um, she's not an app. She mentioned it. Tom Hardy recently, mm. uh, and she called him uh, Thomas Hardy. No. She did. 
Yeah. No, well, do you think he's he is the Thomas same Kwan? It never occurred to me. You know, this uh, idiotic eureka moments that we have when the things that have never occurred to you that are obvious. Yeah. It never occurred to me that Tom Hardy has got the same name as, as Thomas Hardy, the, the writer. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, he has. Blew me away. I think, that's, <laughs> I think that's why he calls himself Tom rather than Thomas Hardy. He could go Tommy, couldn't he? Tommy Hardy. Tommy Hardy. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Okay. There used to be a tradition in the black country where I grew up um, of calling uh, people called Tom or Tommy would be called Tom or Tommy. Tom. Tommy. That's the same. Oh. Is that <laughs> so the same thing? thing or is it there's a, a bloke called Tom Jones. Who oh, yes, I'm familiar with him. No, not him. Oh. It was a different one. And he was known as. He was called uh, Tommy Junes. Oh, that is Tommy oh, Junes. I just, I, just I just said Tommy Junes. Right. Yeah, strange. I just mention that. I think that might just be an accent thing, think, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I think it's the same name, maybe, still. I think so. But mm. it's Tommy. It's more like Tommy Jones. Tommy Junes. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Anyway. So, Tom Hardy. Thomas Hardy. Yes. <laughs> the modern one. Um, is he, he still living in the mill? He chased down a... Um, a motorcycle thief and caught him. Yeah, did a bit of uh, like running like down alleyways. Have a go and, hero. And I did. You remember it, ages ago? We talked about things that we don't believe in. What do you mean? Is he still living in the mill on the floss? I think it was uh, Thomas Hardy. Um, yeah, it's a reference. reference yeah, <laughs> well, that wasn't Thomas Hardy. Yes, it was, wasn't it? No, oh. sorry. A bit I think awkward. it was. I think you'll find. Who it wrote it? What? On, on the Who floss? wrote it? It's George Eliot. She's Googling it. Was well, it? I'm Googling it. It, it. Okay, it was George Eliot. Don't okay. bother Googling it, love. <laughs> I'm sorry I got it wrong. Oh, what? Is it my Descart? I mean, consider well. now what you did with me about Cliveden, and now you've said yeah. that Thomas Hardy wrote me on the floss. I can't breathe. <laughs> I'm having a panic attack. <laughs> sorry, carry on. I'm sorry. Anyway, I should have referred to the Durbervilles. Did yes. he write that one? He, he did, did write Tess of the Durbervilles. Far from the Madding Crowd. Yes, I know Far oh, from the right. Madding Crowd. Jude the Obscure. I'm we sorry. Doing them all? <laughs> Two on a tower. <laughs> sorry about the mill. Some poems. Um, <laughs> Mary Casterbridge. Bless <laughs> oh, you. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah. It is. Uh, anyway, he apprehended this baddie. I'm going to just call him a baddie. The, the motorcycle, mo- moped thief. Yeah. And he, mm, he a performed a thing that I don't, I don't... I didn't believe in this until now. Why? The citizen's arrest. Oh, yeah, he, he did. He just apprehended arrest. him. And they use the word apprehended as well. Love it. I think, you, don't you just have to say, I arrest thee, I arrest <laughs> thee, I arrest thee. <laughs> and you're arrested. Or Are you thinking I think, of Beetlejuice? No, actually, I'm thinking of the 17th century <laughs> form of divorce in, in the United <laughs> Kingdom. You could just say, I divorce thee, I divorce thee, I divorce thee, and that was it. I think you can still, still some religions, you can still do it. I mean, that is low on admin. It was in Richmond, apparently, as well, wasn't it? It was in Richmond, yeah. You don't even have to consult a registrar. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> no, and I, he was I, in hot pursuit, very hot. I mean... Yeah, yeah. He was in hot pants. See, it's all right. <laughs> that was, uh, that was a weird say, bit of the if story. If they say it, it's fine. Hey, can we have a section on the show called You See It's All Right? I like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's all right when they say it. We can have that. As, I'll do that. As, I'll get a jingle. Victorian jink yes. parlour song. And I'll sing It's All Right. It's when... all right when they say it. <laughs> Sounded a bit more, went a bit more spiritual. It's work in progress. He went through a back garden, Tom Hardy. I've heard that. Which is 
Which is very Sweeney. It's very chasing the it Sweeney, is, which it? I like. You don't see that often it these really days. Is. I hope they got to like a wire fence and yeah. that one of them had to clamber up it. Barking dog, yeah. perhaps. You had to about, navigate the barking dog. And the metal, they always get to those metal doors <laughs> in alleys and try them and they're locked. You know yeah. that? And best of all, if he's racing across rooftops and the gap between the two houses is a little, little bit wider than they would have liked, but they go for it anyway. Yeah. And you know what? They Perfect. make it. Yeah. Well, Tom Hardy Because they're would like that. Tom Hardy. Is there a bit of nominative determinism in Tom Hardy's career as a hard man? Oh, yes. Tom Hardy. I mean, he's played Bronson, has the craze. Got, yes. Has he got a sort of gentle librarian brother called Tom Softy? <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to, That would be brilliant. You know, Wild Bill Hickok had a brother called Tame Bill Hickok. No. It Did was he? Yeah, it was quite a sort of... Every you know, day was a school day on this show. But why didn't that see if I'd have been around then? Yeah. I would have said, no, no, call him Mild Bill Hickok. Oh, yeah. And then you got the wild thing. But what people, about? people just dash off these I've nicknames. You said you're a man he born in the off. wrong era. Frank. Yes. <laughs> I should have been there when they, when they nicknamed Wild Bill Hickok's brother. It would have, everything would have worked better. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Okay, what were we talking about? We were talking Thomas about Hardy. Thomas Hardy. Well, what about when I said the middle on the floss? Oh, <laughs> awful. I, I said it's written by Thomas Hardy and it was George Elliot. And Frank corrected me and yeah. I went, no. The thing is, I, I was going to... move on. I was going to let it go for your benefit and it was yeah. nagging at me so much. I understand. I couldn't, I couldn't keep it. I can't keep it in. I can't keep it in. I can't <laughs> let it out. I'm glad yeah. you did it. Are well, you? Well, because it's out there now. Better out than in. You're right. But I yeah. feel sick. <laughs> okay. Anyway, there's been an enormous rush of bets on uh, on Tom Hardy. I'll give him the short mm. name. Um, Tom just Hardy. To, just to avoid confusion. Mm. I don't Tom, want people Tom thinking Ar- that Tom there's Tom Hardy been a, and Coke. I don't That's how rumours start. <laughs> um, there's been a rush of bets on him to be the next James Bond, which I'd never thought of him as James Bond. And uh, and now apparently oh, it's like six to four, whatever that means. So that means... <laughs> It means that you, you, you know, put on well, six I'll tell quid, you what, you quid, I'd like to see him coming rubbish. out of the sea. Oh, it's all right for you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he's going to play Ursula Andress role. <laughs> have you not seen well, the, uh, Daniel, Daniel Craig, Craig coming out of the sea? Yeah, although I think he might have the same problem that Frank has a problem with. Uh, I Which think he might what? look too big in a suit. I don't think... Oh, yes. He does, he does look too big. In... I don't know about uh, Tom, I haven't seen the... Tamardi in a suit for a while. <laughs> Tamardi's good. But um, I... Sounds like an X Factor contestant. Tamardi! <laughs> he was a very good uh, Bane. Was he? I liked him as Bane. He was terrifying in, in the Batman. Oh, so. OK. But he wasn't in a suit. Like no. so many supervillains. They don't wear suits, See, the villains. No, Some he was... kind of lycra? He they was wear wearing a, a sort of a... Um, it looked like... You know that thing that um, Anthony Hopkins wears in Silence of the Lambs? A straight jacket. Oh, yeah. It looked like an elab... No, that... The, a boiler the, suit. The, the, oh, the, the mask. mask. Right, yeah, he, yeah. He, he wears, like, one of those with a lot of metal tubes on it. Type. Oh, okay. You know how people do. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I've got one. Oh, Batman's one punching him on the metal mask, and I always think, oh, oh Batman. Oh. You're going to regret that, mate. You yeah. get back to the cave. First time yeah. Batman's been called mate. <laughs> Ow, ouchie, <laughs> as yeah. my daughter would say. What I'd really, really like to discover about the Tom Hardy thing is that the, the, the first name of the baddie that he chased was Jerry. 
because there's oh, be a, one of the great classic chases ever. Excellent. I like work. to think that things will get knocked over, flower vases yeah, just being saved. In the back the garden. Yeah, a neighbour exactly. hit them with a frying pan and all And then that you just stuff. see two Perfect. feet in stripy socks. And those big well, slippers, Frank. Yeah. Let's leave it there. <laughs> I, let's not let's not no, do that. No, no. That cul de sac. Do you think he will be the next James Bond? Is that? The I only? think Daniel Craig will be the next James Bond. Oh yeah, hasn't he been offered? I mean, the one. I after think that. they. But he said, "I'm never doing it again," and then they pushed the yeah, money up. Yeah, but we've all we've, we've all done all it, love. Said that. Yeah, yeah. But here I am. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I think it'd be. I, it's great that you could get the James Bond role by uh, literally um, R I L. Mm. Chasing somebody in the street. Great use of RL, Frank. Congratulations. Yes. I only learned it this morning. <laughs> yeah. And I, I like to uh, think I can get oh, a minute. Yeah. I'm glad you picked it I up. Mean, it does bring the cynic out in me that uh, is it IRL or is it what we call fake news? You don't think they've staged. I, I wonder. Well, well Tamadi said to an extra, <laughs> um, can you yeah, yeah. steal a moped? I'll chase yeah. you. And I, then if I get the bond thing, you, I'll give you 10. Of quid. all the people in the world that might know an out of work stuntman that could just just uh, nick a moped and I, run I through some back alleys. Well, it's got, it, look, put it this own. way, his <laughs> odds have been slashed yeah. from six to one outsider to six to four favourite. Yeah, yeah. Well, his tyres will be slashed in a minute. <laughs> you do the math. Keeps upsetting the uh, car crime for eternity. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, um, anyway, we'll come back to it. No, I'll tell you. Oh. It, the modern actor, no, the successful modern actor, they have to have incredible bods. And it didn't used to be like that, did it? Yeah. No, you're so right. It's part of the deal. They've got to have it all now. They, they have to look like, you know, those food supplement models yeah. you see on yeah. the side of those big tubs of powder. They yes. have to have bodies. It's, it's a similar... Actor has become a model's job. Yes. Mm. Whereas, you know, back in the day, it wasn't the case. No, like in my I day, mean, dear. No, Charles Hawtrey. <laughs> <laughs> Never considered for bonds. Extreme. <laughs> yeah, absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So, I was out at an event this week, and uh, Ooh, we were there together, Frank, weren't you. we? But we were. I was out at an event this week. Yeah, I experienced no, no, more of it. No, no, I was out at an event. This would have been a very <laughs> poor first draft of Spartacus. All right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We were both at the same event, oh, all right. which was I see. the opening of a new... Would you, it's a sort of bar, eatery, night spot, flash hotel. Yeah, it's a flashy hotel. Oh, a um, bar, eatery, night spot hotel. Yeah. yeah, I go to loads of those. Yeah. Um, loads. Not the openings. I usually wait until they've had a run at it. <laughs> we were invited by a friend of ours, and we had... It was a bit hen night in the car on the way over there, would you say? <laughs> It was very... I said we should be in a stretch limo, because I was in and the front. Weren't. I was in the front. and the driver. And my partner and Emily and their friend was was in the back, and they were absolutely... It was like it was they were hysterical. hanging out the window with a bottle of wine, saying, where are you going, darling? No, that kind of... <laughs> we had, Meanwhile, it was like you're, we, you're at the front eating in the driver's sandwiches, well, probably. Well, we may as well have had the Lambrini out. I was putting makeup on. There was lots of discussion of, oh, your hair looks nice. Well, I, had, I had a little it's glass kind of, of Tomardi of my own. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having flashbacks to my Can't Kept night. saying occasionally because I think she felt she wanted to include him in the hysteria at the back, oh, yeah. and she'd say, "Don't you, Frank? Didn't you, Frank?" <laughs> every like two minutes, yeah. right? Frank does that. Like nice the proud mother. Though. It nice. is like to be included in anything. Yeah, well, not anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Except when she asked you what you thought of my hair, and you said, "Don't give me a hospital pass." Ouch! <laughs> Ouchie! How about it looks nice? Lie. 
lovely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just so lovely. Yeah. So it was it was one of those big, um, you know, do's. It was a big lavish do. And Emily, I've got Emily's s- hair. <laughs> yes, it was. It's a lavish do. A beehive. I like those. They're good. It oh, was I love a beehive. There, there were two thousand people there. Was it two thousand? Yes, Frank. Goodness me, that is a lot to fit into a um, bar, restaurant, nightclub. It is. Hotel. I think we might have been. A, was there a bistro, E3 or have I made that up? There are about five restaurants, I think. Possibly okay. more. Oh, I thought there was a bistro. <laughs> well, the first part. We Wait, went... What about? Yeah. If um, let's yeah. say. Who could it be? Um, Ava Herzegova. Yeah. Opened the... You know, a lot of restaurants get opened by celebrities. Yeah. Yes. And she opened a small place and called it Beauty and the Bistro. Nice. That'd be wild. If you're listening, Ava, (laughs) and you've probably already said I'm having that, it's fine. (laughs) It's all yours. I think she's part of the demographic that Absolute are after. Well, she is. She was the uh, Hello Boys girl, wasn't she? She yes, was. She, she was. was. Super bra. Was it Wonder Bra? Not Super Bra. That's one of the superhero. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't um, Super Bra. He was a villain. I think it's Super Bra Week. <laughs> Super Bra was played by Tamadi in Batman. <laughs> it was Wonder Bra, Wonder Bra which That's is it. obviously a pun on Wunderbar, the, uh, the German that, word. Is it yeah. Is Do you know, that that's an idiotic eureka moment. I never knew I, that. I've always assumed that that was the case. Well, Wunderbra. that's extraordinary. Funderbar. Wunderbar. Yeah, I, know Wunderbra. The, I know the song. Um, yes. That must be so. You know, she once um, presented a Brit Award and um, she just oh, came on stage. I must have told you about this. It's a, it, was a, it, was a, it was one of those moments when... Um, <laughs> <laughs> she um, was presenting a Brit Award, Ava at Segova. And this, as I said, the, one, the Wonder Bra girl, and she got up and she, she didn't do any speech. She just opened an envelope and went, smashing pumpkins, and I shouted, hear, hear. <laughs> Nothing. Absolutely nothing. The Frank Skinner Show on Absolute Radio. Back Saturday morning from 8. Tune in live for the full Frank experience. Absolute Radio. So anyway, we were talking about this party that Frank and I attended. Yeah. And... Well, there are a few of us there. I'll scroll through my texts, but I don't remember my invite. One of the... (laughs) I didn't get any... I was a plus... Um, we were plus... <coughs> you, well, plus, me, you and Catherine are plus three, essentially. We were plus three, yeah. Yeah. Nothing funny going on. But that's but I don't get invited to those, kind of. <clears throat> it was very cool. I think I was the only man in the room in socks. <laughs> it was that kind of party. Bare yeah. feet or... Um, no, you know, a lot of, a lot there of the was cool a lot people of, uh, now don't... Oh, they've given up on the socks. Let's I call it... If there's any cool people listening, I'll have your socks if you don't want them. <laughs> well, I've told you, I'm we call socks. it the uh, the hipster injury, the blister. Now, oh, do they yeah, get yeah. blisters? Yeah. Well, because they don't wear socks, so it's the hipster injury. Now, we were descended into the vault because it was a, was it a former bank, I believe. No, I think it. Oh. Well, I don't know what it was, but there's a proper vault with a big thick door, like Fort Knox. Oh. The safe, yeah. <laughs> like Fort Knox. Yeah, you know Fort Knox. <laughs> yeah. Just, Frank just went in. Anything to Frank Fort made Knox a beeline for, for Stanley Tucci, one of his faves. Those two getting on like a house on fire. He's a nice yeah. man, Stanley Tucci. Eddie Redmayne, you chatted with Frank. Well, I, was, I chatted. Oh, I what said, did you say? Said hello. Okay. You didn't discuss. The, They're all uh, there. James Bond odds with Eddie Redmayne. He might have some inside info, might he? You think he couldn't be a James Bond? Could he's not that kind of? He's the sort of English, you know. Slightly, oh, slightly be... see-through English male actor. Yeah, yeah, he could be either in the office or a baddie, maybe. Yeah, you want him in. Uh, you want him in some English country house in the nineteen twenties, being yeah. beautiful. You're Whereas right. Tamadi's going to come in through the wall. Yeah, yeah. And he's uh, anyway some kind of gear. See, friendly, uh... friendly though. 
Yeah, well, we then, we sat down and we had a bit of an embarrassing moment. I'm afraid we got bumped from our table. Oh, no. Because, but then I saw who we were bumped for and I thought, that's okay. It was, it was the Earl, of, I think it's called Earl of Snowden. He was Viscount Lindley. Earl Snowden. Is it yeah. Earl Snowden? Changed yeah. his name. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, but he was with Xander Armstrong. Yes. Hang on. <laughs> my colleague <laughs> on Dan My Ab. colleague. I'm more interested in this guy changing his name from, um, what is it, Viscount to Earl? Viscount Lindley, yeah. Signing Lord on. Snowden, I think it is as well, isn't it? Is Lord Earl? I don't understand. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> you can, you I remember Earl um, is highest of the Lord, I remember um, Earl's highest. Did he have any Ferrero Rocher? Duke of Earl. <laughs> Prince of Bel-Air, is he? Is that what he is now? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. Hey, listen. But the big moment for us... Okay. ...was Dynamo. Yes, Dynamo came over. Dynamo was there. And when yeah. I say you came over, Magic. I mean, we had at least 15 to 20. No, but, 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 but the build-up, Dynamo said to me, I listened to you on the radio the other week, and you <laughs> said you'd met me, <laughs> and I was the first magician you'd ever met who didn't do a trick, which is true. <laughs> that is true. They cannot... You know, when I meet I, people, I tend not to do any stand-up. Right. But um, I don't need to. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, he, but magicians... They always If do. you can... Yeah. You know, you you just want to yeah. once you've and learned I, the trick. I couldn't believe that he hadn't done any magic when you told me that. I know. Well, he more I've than made up for it they all the did. other night, didn't he, Frank? Oh, man, he did, did a great, he? he did a great job. He did so many tricks on us. But, did bri- he? but he did, really brilliant. I mean, there was yeah, yeah. one, he turned, he managed to make uh, t- 2P disappear. 2P? Yeah. Oh, I don't you like would have been devastated. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. My thoughts were with you when I that happened. I hope a pound reappeared, otherwise I'd be furious. Yes, he did. Um, he did. He lot. made me put um, a jack of spades in my mouth. What? Yeah, there was a card, and then he put a card in his mouth. Well, what he did is Emily had to sign a card, yeah. and then she put it in her mouth, so we yeah. could see it in her mouth. And then uh-huh. he signed one and put it in his mouth, and then they went really close to each other, but didn't Ooh! touch. It was a bit. It was a bit of a, oh, it was a strange man. moment. Was it? And um, <laughs> yes, you and, made uh, me. And then um, he took the card out of his mouth and it was signed by Emily and she took the one out of hers and it was signed by him. Amazing. Um, it was. I have... Kath, who is le- the least impressed person by magic mm. in the world, this is my partner, was, was um, really gobsmacked by the whole thing. Mm. And um, it's interesting because I find when I've seen a magician and if they're any good... I sort of was so excited that when I look back, I'm remembering even more amazing things that I'm not even sure that... I seem to remember him taking a fully grown turkey from behind my ear. <laughs> I don't know if that actually happened. Sounds good. But you get... It was so excited. I just get really giggly and excited, like yeah. I'm around an attractive woman. That yeah. kind of, you know. <laughs> it was It was amazing. Oh, um, respect was... Thank I you, Dynamo. But He's with... a new friend of the show. I'm officially well gel. But I was talking about him in uh, my partner's gymnasium yesterday, and because uh, a woman there now you've got mentionitis, <laughs> dynamo this, dynamo that. And the woman said, um, "I think he has. A, he did a thing here. He mm. did a trip." She said, "I think he actually has got magical power." <laughs> and that was a bit awkward. Hashtag orcs. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, where do you go from there? Well, he's he's very good. She said, "No, no, but I mean actual magical powers." She wouldn't let it drop. Yeah. I had to do a mock faint, <laughs> <laughs> and I really caught my el- caught my elbow on a chair on oh, the way down. Oh, tricky that! <laughs> of course, every faint is a mock faint, as we know. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I, I tell you what, I tell you what, I thought about um, 
about Dynamo. He's a, he's a small, sort of slight man. Mm-hmm. Yes, he is. Yeah. As was um, Paul Daniels. Yeah. Small, slight man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Penn and Teller, Teller, the, the, was not, one of them's quite a big man. Yes. Penn. Yeah. But Teller, again, a small, slight, slight. Yeah. I think these are people who have got in, they've got a, a bit more room in their sleeves oh, yeah. than your average person. Yes, and are you that's thinking, true. now that you've been, um, as they would have said in olden times, reducing, uh, now that you've reduced quite a bit, are you thinking yeah. maybe you've got some magical powers because well, there's more room it's in too yours? too late for me, I accept that. But hang on, really? haven't they got magical powers? <laughs> I know, but some of the things they have to learn, you know... Oh, it's all learned. I thought they just yes, had magic powers. No, no, oh. they don't have magic powers. No, they don't have actual oh, magic a, powers. I've made a terrible pen mistake. Pen of Penn and Teller. I mean, his sleeves are fully occupied. Not as much as they used to be, I believe. I really? Think he might have, they look um, fairly, yeah. I think he might have lost I a load. I can't see any uh, card space in his sleeve. <laughs> I think he lost a load. I, I bet Teller, if there's any... If there's any yeah. I'll say you better do this. Yeah. Um, my yeah. sleeves are busy. Well, it's nice that they've got those options. Yeah. It is. With each yeah. other. But I bet I bet that's why they're a double act. Because Penn, mm. probably a brilliant magician, and I thought, well, you know, what, what am I going to do for sleep? I could, I could wear a wizard um, yeah, a yeah. wizard <laughs> gown. Who you know, knows what you're up to? I think the element just, of surprise away, I think yeah. his bingo wings would have just been, you know, the ingredients settling a cereal packet. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think his arms would have just, uh, yeah. they'd, they'd have filled the wizard. Um, yeah. Yeah. Nothing in the top And that's part. what I love about Dynamo, is he favours quite a casual attire. There's no waistcoat with Dynamo. No. With lightning flashes on it. No. <laughs> T-shirt and a jacket, was it? There's no deal. Not even down that. Down down what, down shirt, shirt and... Oh. He's a, a thoroughly modern magician. He is. And I love that. So after you left, Frank, the yes, party I, obviously, started. I went, obviously, at 10.30, I mean... You were out of there. I'm not used to being What up, I love about right Kath as well then. is she says, right, look, we're going, we're going, and then someone will walk towards you and she go, oh, God, <laughs> because you know it's going to be another 20 mins. Well, there was, you know, if you meet someone you really want to talk to... I know, to, <laughs> I know, but I feel her pain to. is what I'm saying. It's yes. hard. So we uh, we stayed a bit longer than you. Yeah, what, down to I the wouldn't expect that. Everybody the, stays longer than me. The music started... Gareth Malone, is it? Oh, yes. The he appeared teacher. from nowhere. The man of uh, choir fame. Suddenly he appears. Oh. There's a flash mob. No. Of a choir. They all jump on the bar. They start doing a sing-along of Hey Jude. Richard Curtis was enjoying himself. Now, can I say, there was a sort of a programme for the evening mm. which included the lyrics to Hey Jude. Mm. Which slightly undermines the flash mob oh, right. <laughs> thing, doesn't it? Is the idea well, I of the didn't, flash? I was downstairs, so I just walked. And of up. course, there'd be loads of people thinking, "Oh my God, Paul McCartney's going to turn up." There'd be a bunch of people they've never seen. They're going to think, "Oh." But they're all wearing black t-shirts, and I didn't know because we walked in late. We were downstairs, and sure, we walked in. Sure, it wasn't in. an East European puppet troupe. <laughs> well, these people in black t-shirts started shouting, "Hey, Jude!" at us, and I thought, "What's going on?" Then Tiny Temper jumped on the bar. Tiny oh. Temper was there. He was there. He, he could have been singing. a magician. Gary Barlow. Yeah. He jumped on the bar, start singing. Gary Barlow. Paloma Faith. Wow, the bar was. <laughs> the bar packed. was pumping. Bar was full of stars. Yeah. Yeah. Stars and bars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what they should have called the evening. Well, I left mid temper, I think. Mid temper, you often yeah. do. <laughs> you often do. You stormed out. We'll come back. Absolute, absolute, absolute. radio. Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio.
Oh, we had a weird, you know what I did this? Uh, we were talking about earlier, damn ab. Mm-hmm. This uh, live show that people vote on. One yeah, of the I question, feel. one of the questions this week was, do you think that the government should be able to say how many children people can have? Oh yes. Um, I said the only problem with this is everyone's going to say no. Surely it's going to be like eighty percent. So it did no did win. It was, but it was uh, fifty two versus forty eight. No. Yes. Oh, what weirdly Surprising. high numbers. I know. Yeah, look forward to hearing those uh, stats when they do Damab in um, China. (laughs) Well, China have gone up, this is what the story came from, China have gone up to two kids now you can have. Double Mm. bubble. Yeah. (laughs) Well, they also um, said, would you um, ever, it was, would you call in sick with a hangover or something to work? And Daisy producer texted me back, absolutely unacceptable. Well, I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. But I think she's put us off the scent that way. I wondered. If, <laughs> I know that one, Frank. Absolutely not. I wondered if, with the Brexit thing, that maybe now limiting the number of children is just another form of border control. Yes. Mm. You know, stop mm. them, stop them coming in mm. or out. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, they come in or come out. I think they come out. It's different, isn't it? But if you if <laughs> if you're a child, if you work in customs, you probably say, "Oh, my child's coming in today." Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Especially when you said the nurse put the rubber gloves on. So, no, I don't think you'll be carrying anything. <laughs> I love being in your mind sometimes. <laughs> what about what? when Nancy Delolio turned up at this party? What? Um, oh, yes, see, I saw. her, Frank? I saw Delolio, yes. Yeah, just a Everyone quick thought I'd mention. I love a Delolio sighting. I don't imagine she did any singing and dancing on the bar. No. She's got other fish to fry. She <laughs> was part of the catering. <laughs> <laughs> Never knew that. I know. Oh. She does a fabulous paella. Where's she from? Is she Italian? Yeah. It won't be Piano, though. You're talking about risotto. All right, I'm just throwing it in. Let's go risotto. Yeah, let's Is that go. Italian? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There you go. If, someone, someone, if, if you've learnt nothing else today, risotto, it turns <laughs> out, is Italian. It's been quite a lot of rice references. And, and, George, <laughs> and George Elliott wrote Mill on the Floor. Yes, there you go. <laughs> so um, I like to think this. It's always good after any experience to think, what have I learnt from this? Yeah. yeah. Isn't it? Um, thank you so much listening this morning. I always appreciate it. And um, bring on the feathers. You're listening to the Frank Skinner podcast from Absolute Radio. Want your Frank fix a little sooner? Listen live every Saturday from 8am on Absolute Radio. Across the UK on digital radio, mobile apps and in London and the South East on 105.8 FM. Absolute Radio.